Good evening, everyone. This is Donald. Happy Friday. How's it going? It is Memorial Day weekend, but I hope everyone had a great work week. Usually, we pro- everyone would probably have some sort of plans for the Memorial Day, but obviously with the shelter in place, maybe it'll be a little bit changed, but hopefully whatever you're planning to do, you'll be safe and you hang out presumably with family. Uh, hopefully, if you're going out a little bit, stay safe out there if you're hiking or whatever. Um, for today, I decided to talk about how I got into videography for this edition of the Mod Podcast. Uh, just interesting timing because I've gone back into doing some of my highlights for my Saturday friends for basketball. Thought maybe share how I got into video in the first place. So let me get started. From my recollection, how I got into the video stuff was uh, around 2012-ish, give or take. Um, one of the guys in our basketball league in the East Bay that I play in, uh, Ricardo, he was helping record the video in the East Bay and uploading it to his own personal site. He had some projects and other maybe business things he wanted to do, but he was doing a good job of recording everything. And then what I re- recall, and I can't remember the timing of it, was he, we were recording game video and he, there was a highlight that I did. Maybe I blocked a sh- got other, some other guys shot a couple of times. So it was kind of funny. Everybody was laughing. So I think he made a video of it and he showed it to me and I thought that was hella cool. So I think that sparked my interest into looking how I could do it for myself. I think that was around 2012, give or take, like I said. And I think I found out after doing some research that uh, Macintosh computers or Mac OS X now had a program called iMovie that could do highlights. I'm like, oh, that was cool. I don't have to pay. It's kind of cool. So then the thing was, okay, well, how do I do the highlights? How do I, what do I need to do? So I uh, used the league video that Ricardo was recording and popped some of the stuff in, started messing with it. And I was like, oh, okay, I can, this is how it's done. So I started doing it. Uh, so I started initially with just stuff that uh, Ricardo recorded. I downloaded some stuff from his site, did some stuff for myself. Obviously, most people, anything you do is usually for yourself, selfishly speaking. Then uh, what I started doing was, given that uh, Ricardo was recording the East Bay League, I was still playing in a summer league in San Francisco. I started recording in San Francisco as well and creating highlights for uh, the San Francisco League I was playing in, for not just me, but for my team. So that's really how the origins of how I actually got into things. Now, if you look at my old video from those old days, they're a little bit sloppier, uh, not as smooth, because I was still trying to figure things out. And, you know, with a few years practice, obviously, you're a lot better. But early days was kind of rough and wild. But, you know, hey, it's it was still cool. Then as I moved along into, you know, uh, other stuff, uh, I started not only recording, you know, the the East Bay League, the San Francisco League. I started recording my friends that I play with on Saturday, you know, with the same camera I was using for my uh, San Francisco League, which was just a point and shoot camera, right? So that was cool. And so I think I started that in 2013 uh, for my Saturday friends. So it was kind of interesting, you know, right, using the that little point and shoot camera, right? Because the point and shoot, uh, just like a regular camcorder, has a limited field of vision right? It's very narrow, right? It's meant to be moved. So, I mean, and which is fine if you had someone to man a camera. And so for our uh, East Bay Lake, you know, Ricardo or someone would do it, we would obviously move the camera around. For um, 
the leagues that I was recording, we would, you know, especially the San Francisco Summer League, uh, we would have try to have someone move the camera. But Saturday was a bit of a challenge uh, because when I play with my friends, who usually people didn't want to do it, so or we would have just enough to play, but no one could record. So we would do our best. I would try to set it up where it was wide enough where the camera could see. But ultimately, sometimes we would miss some things if it went off the camera angle. So as we went through the first few years, um, that was all fine. I got highlights. It was fine. You know, you miss shots because someone wouldn't forget to move the camera, all of those things. And all that was fine. So one of the things as I moved along into doing more videography was I realized uh, not everyone was always interested in doing the camera, especially for the summer leagues in San Francisco I was playing in. I think that occurred in about 2015 or so. I can't remember the year. Um, so I went about prior to that season uh, starting to try to figure out, okay, what could I do to record video without having a camera person? So, you know, you looked at automation, you looked at those things, and keep in mind, this is 2015, you know, technology is great, but I guess one thing that people haven't quite figured out is how to automate video yet. I mean, you know, every... Even professionals probably don't even have that. For the most part, it still has to be manned by someone. So I did my research, couldn't find anything that was automated, but I saw somebody mentioned a little camera that was really meant for like, you know, it could be a car cam, dash cam, could be maybe a security camera, you know, all of those things. But what I found out besides that was that camera even though it was a really small little thing, um, had a what we call a wide angle of vision. Basically, you know, it could see, you know, versus the, the, the camcorder pretty much is narrow focus. It's almost like staring. Just imagine like looking through a tunnel, right? And that's all you see through the tunnel. It's a very small part of the action. Uh, a wider angle camera can see a lot more field of vision, you know, right? That kind of thing. And I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And I bought, and I said, okay, well, this camera was, I think, relatively cheap, like 80 bucks. I uh, can't quite remember the name of it. I can visualize the camera, but I can't remember the name right off the top of my head. But uh, one interesting thing about the camera was there was no lens. It was a small little, think about like a little matchbox size thing with a lens, but you couldn't see it. You have to record and, and then figure out how the video looked. But once I played with it, I said, hmm, this could work. Well, I figured out something. So what did I do? Basically, with the action camera having a fairly wide angle of view where you can see a lot of the a lot of the the court, I took the camera and placed it up in the gyms that I was we were playing at in the San Francisco side, put it up high in the bleachers, and captured the uh, entire court. Therefore, you didn't need people to run the camera. The ups that was the upside. Downside because of the limitation of the camera. I couldn't see whether my placement was correct or not, so I had to take a guess. I hoped it was right, and for the most part, it worked. Downside also was um, the camera. Uh, if you, since you're playing sitting kind of far up in the in the gym, you couldn't really see the players. They were pretty small, but it was okay. I mean, it wasn't. It's not going to be professional quality, but that was something I learned to do. That's you know, I started. That's why I started using action camera. Now, my first camera, that eighty dollar one, was a Nice little thing. I, I might, I have it around somewhere. I don't know. I think the the it still works. I just haven't used it in a while. Uh, not because of the coronavirus, but even before I had start, I had migrated to some other cameras. So that's how I got into uh, 
using the camera for league play, you know, right? Because of the fact that the, uh, the court was wide, you're doing a full court game. And if folks who look at my Saturday video wonder uh, why I seem to have a wide angle, well, it's because I decided to swap out my, uh, my little point and shoot Canon camera for the action camera and record it using the wide angle that therefore, because we primarily on Saturday play half court, uh, I don't have to worry about the full court, but I wanted to make sure I capture, you know, the sides as much as I could. So that's why I used the, the, the initial small camera um, and whatnot. So that's why you have a wide angle a lot of the times. Uh, the other downside for that little camera I initially started with was the fact that the battery life only lasted about an hour. Uh, the current camera I use, I've had it for three, four, five years now, I forget how long. Battery lasts like two and a half hours, uh, two and a half or two hours, 45 minutes. So generally we might play a little longer than that. Sometimes we play shorter. So the battery life works great and it's still working after all these years. So I love it. Uh, so that's really a lot of the background of how I got started in the video, how I sort of morphed into doing the, um, the league basketball for myself, you know, for my team that I was playing with and doing the full court with the action camera. And now I use it for the, uh, the, the Saturday league. So all of that was kind of my background. Then as I started moving along into other, uh, as I did all that video stuff, there's something I said, oh, that, that would be cool. And I mentioned it uh, a, a little bit earlier, you know, for our East Bay League, right? So the Ricardo had started recording around 2012 or somewhere around there, I want to say. But our East Bay League that we had started actually had started recording fairly early in the life of the league, the first few seasons. Um, and, you know, we had some video left over from that, those leagues as well. So I started looking into converting old VHS video to digital. Uh, my friend Jack actually had the first season of our league back in 2003, still on VHS. So I borrowed the VHS, uh, converted it to a digital, and I still have the digital files, but I did some, not highlights for myself, I did. People make fun of me, but yes, I did. But I also did it for the whole league for that first season because, you know, it's one thing to have video of every season, you know, right? But at some point, you know, people get nauseated. They don't want to watch everything. But, you know, first season was special. It was a special league, special time. And I did that. I did 2003 highlights. Um, then I realized I had video from my San Francisco days back in the mid-90s you know, or late 90s, sorry, like 1998. I had some from 99, 2001, all of that stuff. Started doing those videos. I started converting t video I had from coaching my kids back in like 1995, 96, and 1998 and all of that stuff. So, you know, I really got into the video uh, stuff uh, for just converting. And all of the skills I learned from just editing, uh, and importing stuff was practical and helpful in doing some of these, preserving basically these kind of memories, right? You know, initially, you know, it was obviously sort of selfish, right? You wanted to do video for yourself. You want to, um, uh, you know, do some highlights basketball for yourself, but it turned into kind of a preservation project, right? Uh, with, you know, my leagues, uh, my different teams I played on and all of that stuff. So all that was really cool. Uh, but one of the really cool things, and you can call it sentimental, also a little sad, um, was uh, about two, three years ago. Um, you know, as people know, my mom had, had passed away last year in 2019. But before that, 
my um, my mom and dad had moved to my house for it just because it was easier to take care of her. So you know, my dad's house was relatively empty, but there was we were doing some cleanup at some point, and as we were moving things around, I stumbled upon a a, a, a bunch of reels of uh, I think you called them Super Eight video cassettes or discs. So I forget what you call them, reel film reels. I'm like, what the heck? What is this? And some of the labels had years on them, like 1978 or I can't remember, 1980, whatever. So I'm like, what the heck? So I had to look them up. I, I mean, now I know what they're called, but at the time I didn't know what they're called. I had to go look them up. And I was like, I wonder what is on these video reels, these film reels. I think I found six or seven of them and I found another extra one maybe a year later. But effectively, I, uh, I didn't know. Uh, we actually had a player. I didn't find it at the time, but I was like, okay. So what did I do? I found the place in Redwood City, um, gave them a call, dropped by, and said, hey, I've got these reels. Can you convert them? And they converted the first batch and the last one, the second one. And it was like a history lesson. Uh, you know, it only turned out to be not that many minutes of film, maybe 30 minutes, 30 plus minutes. But, you know, mom, dad, me, back when I was young, I think I was like a baby, maybe a few years, a couple of years old. I can't remember. I had some film reel. The cool thing, another cool thing was uh, some 1980 video of me being in Peru with my grandparents and my mom, dad, and my aunts and uncles out there. You know, it's only three minutes long, but, you know, that was some history because I don't know how much video my uh, dad's side of family had about my grandfather who's passed away a few years, a long time ago. So, you know, all of that video stuff that I learned from doing the basketball stuff, the basketball editing, uh, turned, you know, has morphed into, you know, basketball preservation, league preservation, personal stuff, now family stuff. That was really cool. So, you know, now that mom has unfortunately passed, I'm still glad I had the old family video that I found from the reels back in the old days. Uh, and I've put them on YouTube a little bit. Uh, I hope to convert some of the video uh, or put together some of the video I have of my mom from the more recent years that I've saved up. Um, so maybe I'll get to it. I'm, to be perfectly frank, not really ready to go through that kind of project yet. Maybe, you know, when mom's passing goes a little bit further down the line. So, you know, a lot of things I've been working on. And then, um, then recently I did some film, you can call it production, directing, whatever. My friends asked me for our league to do a donation video. So I had to, you know, uh, take some recordings of people speaking, put some music in, put some design of logos and stuff like that. So, you know, not what I plan to do. I'm probably not very good at doing that kind of video, like producing my own, my own custom content stuff. I mean, I can do it if I needed to. It's not exactly my forte. I didn't exactly study film production when I was young. But, you know, I've done it, and it's cool. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think I'm still an amateur, maybe an advanced one. I know how to edit. I know how to import video. I know how to do a lot of things probably most normal people don't. But I'm still an amateur. I don't get paid for any of this. But I do love doing it, though, so it's kind of a fun thing uh, to do. And I'm actually glad that I've done it. And so that's why I wanted to share what... Um, I actually uh, have done and what I've learned. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed some background and history of what I've done and uh, learned something new. Uh, if anyone obviously has any questions about how to do video stuff, you know, might not be the best at it, but you know, hey, uh, it's actually pretty fun to do. And again, like I said, if you wanna if you wanna give it a shot, all you need you any of you guys with a phone can record video. You can get it off your phone. 
dump it into your computer and you can edit stuff, especially if you have a Mac. Um, iMovie is freely available. Uh, there's some nuances too, you have to learn it, but you know, you can do it. If you have a PC, it might be a little bit different. Uh, I think you might have to pay for something. Um, I don't have a PC anymore, so don't can't tell you, but you know, hey, you can always figure something out, but feel free to ask me any questions if you want. All right, that was my background in videography and how I got into it. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great weekend. Uh, I may be back. We'll see if there's anything to talk about the next couple of days. I will, uh, I'll be back. But other than that, I will catch up with you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.